there. Welcome once again to Following the Truth. My name is Gary Zimek, and it is so glad, uh, so good to have you with me here on the program. Today is Tuesday. It's August the 10th. And, well, we made it through our Give Up Worry for Good program, and now we're just going to continue on. We're just, I'm just going to follow the lead of the Holy Spirit, and we'll see what happens, all right? Today we are, I, I think these are, the, the, the message hit me. I looked at the daily Mass readings. Now, today, the church celebrates the Feast of St. Lawrence. He was a deacon. He was a martyr. And the readings for this day, for this feast, they're chosen specifically for for this feast. And man, I'll tell you what, there's a couple of messages that just hit me, both from the Gospel, which is from John, and from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, which just happened to be the first reading. There's uh, some messages that hit me that I think are, are the perfect message to follow up on our eight-week Give Up Worry for Good program. So, Settle in, make yourself at home, and and we're going to talk about that, uh, the idea of how to bear fruit in our lives, good fruit, including the fruit of peace. Jesus tells us exactly what we need to do, and as as is typically the case, what Jesus tells us is simple to understand, but not necessarily easy to put into practice. But we're going to try to make it simple and easy here on the program. So why don't we pray? Let's turn to our Father in heaven, and we'll pray And then we'll get right on with the program. Okay, sound good? All right, let's go. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Father in heaven, we thank you for being present with us right now. Father, we thank you for loving us into existence. We thank you, Father, for always being with us, for always being ready and willing to listen to our needs, to provide us with whatever we do need. And to give us the grace that we are, that is necessary for us to please you. Father, we pray for our family, for our friends. We pray for all of those who are discouraged today, who maybe feel down. We especially pray for anybody who is contemplating suicide. We pray that they be filled with your hope and that they come to recognize your providential care for them, Father. We pray for the country of the United States. We pray for the entire world. We pray for an end to the coronavirus. We pray for all those who are sick. We pray for all those who have no idea or who are not willing, no idea that, that it's possible to have a relationship with you, Father, or who are not willing to take the next step to allow that relationship to happen. Father, we pray for all who struggle with any kind of mental illness today. And Father, I ask that you give me a special outpouring of your Holy Spirit so that I'm able on this program to deliver the message that you would like me to deliver. Please also open all of our minds and all of our hearts to be receptive to your message. I ask these things, Father, in the name above all names, the name of Jesus, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you for praying with me. You know, a lot of times I'll say on the program, okay, does that sound good? (laughs) I just always assume you say yes. So listen, if you ever say no, and you don't, it doesn't matter, because I'm going to do 
what I want. Anyway, it's just a habit. You know why? Because I really feel your presence here. I feel you're, you're right with me as I do this program. There is literally an empty chair looking at me. And you're sitting in that chair, and I know that. And I really do. I have this conversation with you. I really do feel your presence. And it's, it's so important to me that we're able to hang out together, especially now that we are done Give up worry for good. We're, we're going to still keep walking together. I, I hope you'll keep joining me and um, as we travel through life together, because there's so much more that we that we have to talk about. You know, the, the Lord wants to help us, and and oftentimes life can be really burdensome. Right? You know that a lot of difficulties can pop up, and we really need His assistance. So I feel it's my job to try to help you with that. Um, as, as we walk together to maybe point out some things that we can do to allow him to get more in, involved in our lives. He, he wants to be involved, but again, there's that free will thing. He doesn't, he doesn't force his way into our lives. So we'll talk about that today. Uh, I do want to direct you to my website, followingthetruth.com, for more information about my work or find out how you can bring me to speak at your parish or your conference. Um, another thing, I was just earlier today... I was uh, doing a con- conference call with the folks, uh, We actually a Zoom session, with the marketing staff from the Word Among Us Press. I've got a new book coming out for them in hmm, a little over a month. It's going to be coming out late September. Actually, it'll probably be released earlier than that. Um, the book is called Journey with God, and, and I'm going to tell you more about it as we get closer to the release date, but uh, if you get my daily email... Let not your heart be troubled, especially today. You'll see there's a link where you can pre-order that book. So if you want to make sure you get a copy, the word on the street, at least what I'm hearing, is that it's got a September the 28th, September the 28th release date on Amazon. What the publisher is telling me is that that date is a little late. So it, it, the book's going to be out before then. So if you want to make sure you get a copy of Journey with God um, as soon as it comes out, then I recommend you pre-order the book. Amazon.com is now offering the ability to pre-order it. And again, I'm going to talk more about it in the days to come. It's all about how we know, love, and serve God, you know, broken down into some simple steps. But we will talk about that as the release date draws closer. But if you want to pre-order a copy now, make sure you get it as soon as it comes out. It's possible it comes out a month from today. That is possible. Um, just head on over to Amazon.com for now or use the link in the, the email that I sent out today. At some point in the near future, I will put it on my website, but it's not there yet. Um, I'm, I'm working on now on that now. And the other thing is we talked about this during Give Up Worry for Good is that all of the emails I send out, the daily emails for Give Up Worry for Good, as well as the podcasts, they're all archived, and what we're going to do is very soon we're going to consolidate them all so and, and put a button on the website. So if anybody you know missed the, the daily Give Up Worry for Good program that we did when I walked through with the emails and with the, uh, the podcast, all of them are archived, and you're going to be able to go through them at any time in the future. I realized that not everybody was able to go through it when we did it live, so that's why I wanted to make sure we archived it. So if you're interested in hearing it again, or if somebody you know might be interested, just sit tight. 
And uh, they're actually all there. They're on the website, but I haven't yet consolidated them all uh, from one page where you can just click on the different links. I want to make sure that I'm I'm able to do that. Okay, so that's going to be coming soon on followingthetruth.com. So now that we, and yesterday we summarized, give up worry for good, what it was all about. Um, this is a daily process. This is, this is a daily process of turning to the Lord instead of dwelling on your problems. That's really how we're going to get this peace we're looking for. That's how we're going to make it through life. I mean, this is, you know, as, as Christians, we are called to follow Christ. We are called to surrender to him. Surrender our lives to Him. He is our Lord and Master. That's the goal. That's what a Christian should do. In order to do that, we have to let Him lead. We have to let Him be the boss. So essentially, and this is for for people like me who like to be in control, this is difficult because essentially what this looks like is every morning I say Jesus or Father. Uh, Typically, I'll talk to the Father in the morning. I'll say, Father, your will be done this day. Um, and and, and I'll, I'll, I'll say, Father, your will be done today. And that means no complaining on my part. My goal is to say, Father, your, your will be done today. Give me what I need. Give us this day our daily bread, spiritual and material. I pray that prayer every morning with my wife. And then we both say, we surrender to your will. So we're, we're saying, give us what we need. And then bring it on, right? I mean, that's that's the prayer. And then I'll always add, and that means I'm going to do my best to not complain. Because here, here's the thing, and this is why we get ourselves into trouble sometimes. Father, do it your way. Your will be done. Lord Jesus, you are my Lord. You're the boss. And then something happens to us that we don't like, and we complain, or we begin to worry, or we try to get out of it. Well, See, there's that conflict there. And look, this is natural. It's, it's something that, that I struggle with. So it's common to, we'll get it right sometimes, and sometimes we'll get it wrong. You know, sometimes we'll surrender and we'll say, all right, Lord, I don't like this, but you know best. Please use this for good. Please teach me what you're trying to teach me. I mean, that's the attitude that we should have if we are truly following Jesus. Because if we're following him, he's going to take us where we need to be. And since he is all-powerful, he can control the circumstances in our lives. Nothing happens without his, him signing off on it. And, and therefore, I mean, that's where the challenge is. Thy will be done. That means I don't complain. I mean, ultimately, that's where, where we want to be, right? And that's where the peace is, too. So let me, let me read this gospel today. Now, again, this is the gospel which was chosen specifically for the Feast of St. Lawrence, deacon and martyr. So he's a guy who gave up his life for the Lord during a time of Christian persecution. It was was a difficult time to be a Christian, but Lawrence was willing to put the Lord before his own life. And it's, you know, it's something we are all really called to do. Not necessarily to give up our lives in the sense of being martyrs, but to give up our lives and let the Lord lead, right? That's, that's the key. Let me read this gospel. We'll talk about it. It's from John chapter 12, verses 24 through 26. Jesus said to his disciples, so he, the Lord's talking to you and me right now. Amen, amen, I say to you, 
Unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains just a grain of wheat. But if it dies, it produces much fruit. So what Jesus is telling us, and he's going to elaborate on this, essentially what he's saying is, unless we die to self, you and me, we, we die to self and surrender our lives to Jesus. So in other words, I don't do things my way anyway anymore. I commit myself to doing what Jesus would like me to do. And that involves accepting anything that happens to me that is beyond my control. Now, certainly if you have a predicament, there's nothing wrong with, with asking the Lord to take away your problem or to solve it. I mean, he, he would expect you to do that. But sometimes he allows the problem to remain. So at that point, you are faced with a situation that you can't resolve, something that you, there's nothing you can do about. You still have the choice to accept it or to reject it. And unfortunately, what happens is a lot of times when we get a problem like that, we turn to worry or we tend to turn to grumbling. We lash out instead of just accepting whatever it is that the Lord allows to you know, afflict us. And of course, this kind of stuff only happens, this kind of attitude, I should say, only happens with the negative occurrences in our lives. We don't, we don't balk about good things that happen. It's just when I'm, you know, inconvenienced or I'm forced to undergo some kind of suffering. And then it's like, oh God, how are you doing this to me? Why are you doing this to me? Or, you know, this is terrible. I can't stand this. I'm mad. I'm angry. I'm, you know, and what Jesus is saying is that unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, and he's using this to, to let us know that he wants to live in us. He wants us to die to self. We must decrease. He must increase. It's that old message from John the Baptist. And then if we do, we will produce much fruit. Jesus said this, whoever loves his life loses it. And whoever hates his life in this world will preserve it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me. For where I am, there also will my servant be. The Father will honor whoever serves me. So if I'm calling myself a disciple of Jesus, I'm expected. It, it goes along with being a disciple. It's expected that I follow him. And oftentimes he's going to lead me along the same path that he walked, a path that involves some degree of suffering. Now, if you're, there's a couple things to look at. One thing is, if our lives, we were created to bear good fruit. That's why we were created, to bear fruit in this life, in this world, and then to live with the Lord forever in the, in the next. In other words, we were expected to do something good. We're expected to do something good while we're on the earth. And if we do what Jesus said, if we follow him, let the grain of wheat fall to the ground, we let him live in us and work through us, then we're going to produce that good fruit with our lives. And we're going to make a difference in this world, which is why we're here. But there's an added benefit. The Lord said, if you let that grain of wheat fall to the ground and die, which really is our will. You know, essentially my will is, is, I'm being asked to let my will, my desires die and let the Lord's will take place in my life. 
let it supersede my will. That doesn't mean I'm never going to have any enjoyment because if I'm in tune with the Lord, which is what I'm, what we're really called to do, and if I get closer to Him, that's going to be the case, then my will and His will is going to be the same. But the added benefit, in addition to bearing good fruit for the kingdom of God, is you're going to bear good fruit internally. Two of the fruits of the Holy Spirit that are very attractive, at least to the mind of me, a worrier, somebody who tends to be anxious, are peace and joy. These fruits internally are going to change me, and this is incredibly desirable. If I decide, if I make the choice to follow Jesus and let his will and not my will be done, I'm going to, I'm going to produce those good fruits, peace and joy, which not only are going to affect people around me in a positive way, but they're going to affect me. So if you're looking for that peace, and I know this sounds, boy, this sounds so counterintuitive, but it is so, 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 so true. The way to peace is to accept the will of God in that whatever happens to you is allowed to happen by Him. So if I learn to embrace my cross, whatever it may be, that thing that I'm not really pleased with, if I learn to stop fighting and say, Father, I said your will be done and I mean it. Please use this suffering. Please unite it with Jesus. Use it for good. And also teach me to whatever you're trying to teach me. Because oftentimes when we have these crosses in our lives, the Lord is trying to teach us something. Many times it's just that he's trying to, to strengthen our faith. But if we stop fighting and refuse to give in to worry and to say, even if we don't feel it, to say, you know what, Lord, your will be done. I said it earlier and I meant it. I didn't get hired for this job. This relationship didn't work out. Whatever it is that I wanted, this medical treatment, didn't relieve my pain as much as I expected. But Lord, I said your will be done, so I'm going to accept it right now. And I'm going to ask you, Father, to unite this suffering that I'm experiencing and, and unite it with the suffering of Jesus and please use it. Use it for good. You know, that's an opportunity for us. And, and really, you do not have to feel it. You can still feel miserable, but you can make that conscious choice To let that grain of wheat, your will, fall to the ground and die. You know, every time you say, I accept this. Father, I don't like it, but I accept it. You are allowing that grain of wheat to die and the Lord's will to be done in your life. And as a result, you are going to produce good fruit. One of the good fruits that you're going to produce is the fruit of peace. Because it's a lot more peaceful if you don't fight. You know, you don't fight the Lord and you just let his will play out. L- let me let me just read from the, the, the first reading from today's Mass. It's pretty short, a reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, chapter 9, verses 6 through 10. And it, it kind of is, is similar to the message in the gospel. Brothers and sisters, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. 
Each must do as already determined, without sadness or compulsion. For God loves a cheerful giver. Moreover, God is able to make every grace abundant for you, so that in all things, always having all you need, you may have an abundance for every good work. As it is written, he scatters abroad, he gives to the poor, his righteousness endures forever. The one who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed and increase the harvest of the harvest of your righteousness. Essentially, what Paul is telling us is that God's going to give us the grace to deal with whatever it is that we're facing. If he allows it, what's the old saying? If he brings you to it, he will bring you through it. We're called, right? you know, as followers of Christ, again, that message, Jesus saying, unless the grain of wheat falls to the ground, unless I give in, unless I give in and surrender my life to the Lord, unless his will is supreme, you know, unless he increases and I decrease, then my life is not going to bear good fruit. That's a challenge. It's, it's, a, um, it's a difficult decision to make, especially if you're selfish like I am, especially if you're somebody who likes comfort like I do. You know, this is a challenge. And we are constantly called as Christians to give in, to give in and surrender to the will of God. And any time something unpleasant or unfavorable happens to us, we have an opportunity. We can grumble about it or we can embrace it. You know, and, and again, that doesn't mean you don't ask for the suffering to be taken away. That's totally fine. Jesus did it on the night before he died. But sometimes God chooses not to take away the suffering. And that's when you and I, we have that opportunity. We might not be able to control the external circumstances, but we can control how we respond to those circumstances. And that's where that whole business about letting the grain of wheat fall to the ground and die comes in. That's when we have the opportunity to say, not my will, Father, just what Jesus said again on the night before he died, not my will, Father, but your will be done. Your will be done, Father. When things don't go our way, we have that chance to make that statement. And, and, you know, the, the deal is we oftentimes can't control our external circumstances. I can't control if I'm going to get sick. I can't control if I'm going to have financial problems sometimes. I can't control the weather. There's a lot of things in life that are beyond my control. I can't control traffic necessarily. You know, maybe there's things I can do. Maybe I can leave at a a time when there's not a lot of traffic if I have to get somewhere in my car. But oftentimes I have no choice. If I'm going to work, I don't don't have a choice about what time I get there. And sometimes I want to get stuck in a traffic jam. How do I want to respond to that? I can't control the traffic, but I can always control my response. And and here you go, you know, again, it's, it's this idea of this is not about feelings. No matter how I feel, I could be boiling inside but I can still say, thank you, Father, for sending this to me. I know you have a reason, and I don't want to waste this. I don't want to waste this. I ask you, Father, to take it away, 
But until you do, I'm going to offer it up. I'm going to thank you for it. I'm still miserable, <laughs> but I'm going to offer it up. And I'm going to thank you for it and ask that you unite this suffering with the suffering of Jesus. Because you're allowing this to happen. There's a reason. And I trust you. I know you love me. I know you're all powerful. And I said your will be done. And this is my chance to prove that I meant it. When you get used to doing this, and I'm not telling you that I have this mastered because I don't. I mess up way more than I'd like to. But when you and I master this, or when we succeed in doing that, when we succeed in literally saying your will, not my will, that's when we begin to feel peace. Because then, you know, think about it, then no matter what happens to us, nothing can disturb our peace. Because I recognize that if it's happening, it's God's will. Once I start thinking like that, then, then I'm on my way to greater peace. Not my will, but your will be done. And really, the whole give up worry for good program that we just went through, that's what's really at the bottom of it all. God's will over my will. Therefore, I'm not going to worry I'm going to turn to you in prayer and ask for help. I'm going to ask you to take away the problem, if it be your will. But I'm going to also surrender and understand that you could change this. This person who gave me a hard time in work, you could have stopped that person, Lord, if you wanted. This traffic jam I'm in, you could have changed it. If you really wanted to change the the traffic for me, you could have. But for some reason, you're letting it happen. So I'm going to accept it. I'm going to choose to accept it. You know, can't control the circumstances always, but you can always control your response. So that's what I feel the Holy Spirit wanted me to talk about today. I hope it helped you. Um, If you have any questions, you can always email me at gary at followingthetruth.com. And in the meantime... I hope to be back with you here tomorrow on the program. I want to make you aware that tomorrow is Wednesday, so I will be doing my regular segment on the Sunrise Morning Show on EWTN Radio. That's at 6.35 a.m. Eastern Time. And we're going to be talking about what I just talked about here. So if you want to hear a little bit more of uh, an, an explanation of what we just discussed today, especially when Matt Swaim starts asking me questions. We don't work this out in advance. I give him the Bible verse. I maybe give him a thought or two. Then Matt always has this ability to ask me challenging questions. And we really just let the Holy Spirit lead us, and we'll see where it goes. But if you're interested, EWTN Radio, tomorrow on the Sunrise Morning Show, 6.35 a.m. Eastern Time. I hope you'll be able to join me. And if not, that's cool. I'll see you back here, God willing, on Following the Truth. Have a wonderful night. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.